Match day live extra exclusive post-match reaction to Wolves 2, Everton 1. I'm Mikey Burrows alongside me, Andy Thompson and Matt Murray. Uh, Wolves getting all three points, a fourth win in five games. Raul Jimenez, the match winner in the end with his 50th goal for the club. We'll talk about him and the contribution and the combination between he and he Chan Huang a little bit later on in our post-match reaction here. But first of all, Matt Murray... It was a fascinating game that we just watched for 90 minutes. Yeah, it was because there was quality in it, you know, real good quality, some fantastic play, some really, really good performances. I think Everton first half were poor, they were, but Ever but as, as well, Wolves were so, so good, you know, but I think it was a bit of both, but Wolves were excellent. But what I would say in the second half, Everton really worked hard as well, but every Wolves player has left it all out there. And that's what the fans want to see. They want to see players just run until they can't give any more. They, they were excellent. They were brave on the ball at times, played some really, really good stuff, scored some very good goals. There was excitement, entertainment right to the end. And that's why nobody left. How many times you at a game where people stay right to the final whistle? And that's what happened. So uh, great to see Raul score. Fantastic to see Max Kilman opening the scoring. But I thought all in all, it was brilliant. And and that's why you can hear uh, Raul Jimenez walking off there and getting the, uh, you know, clapped off by the fans. But it was, yeah, some nice, nice moments, and I really enjoyed that game of football. It wasn't perfect, no. but as Matt Murray says, it wasn't half entertaining. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was. I was just saying there, uh, watching that second half, uh, heart beating a little bit quicker than I thought it would be. Watching the game, giving Everton chances to come to us. It just shows you, like you think, oh, two 0 convincing performance in that first half. You think it's all done and dusted. It's not. So, you, as Matt touched on about, they've got an experienced manager who knows how to win games, knows what he needs to do to change things. He definitely did that at half-time. Uh, brought Delph on at half-time and made it difficult for Wolves. And at times, you're just watching that. So, like the formation that they played, the creative problems, they got that goal back, uh, unfortunately, in that second half. But they've got to learn from that. They've got to be able to withstand efforts uh, from opposition coming on in that second half we, we saw it at Leeds where it totally changed we, we dealt with it pretty well in the first half second half again don't keep possession of the ball give the ball away for whatever reason have we stopped working have we stopped the options that we, people can have to pass the ball to us we don't know the manager's going to have to have a look at it but again what as Matt was touching on there again they worked so hard. They worked so hard for each other. They made sure they made it difficult. They hunted everything down. A little bit deeper than we would have wanted to, to be from that first half, I think, personally. I thought that the way that we got the ball was because we was higher up the field. And that's what we've got to learn. We've got to learn that we need to make sure we try and replicate and do exactly the same or try and do the same what we did in that first half. Talk to me about what was so good about that first 45 minutes because we've seen them play well in first halves early on in the campaign especially and didn't get anything from it. Is it just a, that element of they actually were much more of a goal threat? We saw them have the one disallowed for Chen Wang. He was, it was, he was offside, yeah. but it was marginal. But they got the two goals and they looked really good for it. It, it looked really good for it. But what was good was there were so many options off the ball the decisions then they were making were brilliant so I think defensive side of the game is easier to coach because it's players going in here and staying in your, in, your, in your slots and slide what you have to do when you're attacking is 
react to what the opposition do. So if Everton were narrow, I thought Wolves switched to play well. If there was any little gaps, they found those passing lanes and people moving inside. Very fluid, lots of runners off the ball. Any balls that went up, second balls came down, Wolves were onto it. Whenever Wolves lost the ball, because the ranks are right and people were there, the reaction, nearest man to the ball, getting back into shape, recovery runs, pressing. So there was a couple of little ones where the slice clearances said and the set piece, but all in all, every bit of Wolves game was bang on it. People wanting the ball, the detail of the pass, the movement, it was excellent. Bodies in the area. Fantastic goal from a set piece. Martino have been doing in-swingers. They do an out-swinger score. Then the, the Jimenez one onto a back pass. But how many times did they close Jordan Pickford? And look, Wolves scored two. Had one disallowed. Pickford made two brilliant saves. The save from Neves. Excellent through bodies. The top-hand save was going to get whipped in the top corner again. Was that from Trinka? Uh, I can't remember who hit it. Cut inside and hit it to the top corner. But again, really, really good goalkeeping. So that's what I felt. I just felt every little bit every detail whether it's distances between the ranks all that would bang on it and the work rate was excellent so for me that is as near enough as good a performance as you could get in in the Premier League um, Matt mentioned it there Tomo Max Kilman we have to talk about him because we've talked a lot about him defensively yeah. the one I guess question mark again not necessarily question mark against him but against Wolves uh, for a long time has been the threat from set pieces yeah and Matt mentioned it that Matilda had hit actually two decent corners. They weren't bad corners. Well, Neves had that. the shot off the one, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. But then the change of it, and there was Max Kilman, and you could see what it meant to his teammates to see him score. Well, you've seen what it meant to him as well, so scoring his first goal as well. But look, um, look, so like it's about putting quality in there, it's about putting it in the right area so you can actually go in there and challenge and try and compete things. Good ball from Aitnuri. Put it in a great position. It allows your defenders or your attackers to go and compete for that ball. And that's what you saw there. He had a will to go and win the ball. And that's what he did. He made sure that he, he pushed people out of the way legally. Got his head to it. Great header past Pickford. But that's what it's all about. If you put the ball in right areas, you're going to give yourself opportunities. And we're saying, go on, no, I was going to say with centre-back, so. Yep. Like, think of John Terry, Gary Cahill, players like that. And with Gareth Southgate is here. And if defenders can get on the end of them and weigh in with a few goals, then Donker was doing it, wasn't he, for a stage? Yeah. He was a real, real threat from set pieces. And you go in there, Max King, what's he, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, but it's a standing jump in between bodies and you use that word will, desire to want yeah. to get it. So you put a good ball in and you have that desire. But he also heads it down and the way it bounces up and skips off is why it beats Pickford. But, yeah, it was great for him. But I feel that, you know, that really gets him noticed. If you can do the defensive side of things, how many times did he release at the right time, get blocks in, you can add a few goals in then that really does start putting a lot of money on that price tag. But I always think, as well, and I've said to you time and time again, about our deliveries on short corners when they don't go into the box, you're setting the lads up from the back. For me, today, they put everything in, and, and that's what it's all about, putting it in the right area. If you put the ball in the right area from set plays, it's going to give you an opportunity to score. And we saw that tonight, so putting it in the right area. And Kilman making that ball as his own. It, it's such a wonderful story as well because I, I don't think he would have been in the starting lineup for this season had Willie Bolly not got injured in pre-season and early in pre-season. And yet, if anybody could ever say that they have taken the opportunity that opened itself to them, Max Kilman this year. Because if you're talking about him potentially for England, 10 games ago, he would have been nowhere near it. But he's a great pro because... I, 
I watched Wolves so many times under Nuno. And I remember doing a game at Anfield. I think it might have been Boxing Day or something like that. And Max Kilman stepped into the side. New Year's, I think. Uh, my New it? Year, around that time, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. And he stepped into the side at Anfield against a really good Liverpool. He was, he was brilliant. He was faultless. The amount of times you think Sheffield United, his debut, and all those things. But every time his stats when he plays are really, really good. But it always seemed to be like he was the one left out. Always the one left out. And you say, that, but he didn't sulk. Kept working hard whenever he was called upon. He took that opportunity. And as you say, this is what happens. It's, it's Somebody's misfortune is somebody else's gain, somebody else's fortune. He's taken that chance. He's a left footer playing on the right side. There's so many things that are going against him, but he's been excellent. He's a really, really good pro. He's top man. You can see the lads love him to bits. He's the most humble person. He's been on a different journey. And he's, again, show that to any young player. You know, he got released as a young player and this and that. He's gone on his journey on the way through and credit him, and he really deserves it. And you look at what Tyrone Mings, people like that. I would say at the moment, in my opinion, Matt's, I mean, Mings got dropped in Neen's back. He's in better form. Well, this is the funny thing, isn't it? That it, if, if he hadn't have come from where he'd come from and been at the club for a couple of years, if you'd have signed him this summer, you're talking about minimum 20-plus yeah, million defender. Age. Well, we spoke at the beginning of the season about where did we need to strengthen and one of the positions was centre off now we know that Kilman had come into the side and he'd done alright last year and things but we knew that Bolly was struggling so for what one reason or another he's been injured he's been in and out he's had Covid he's been struggling he's coming here and I'll tell you what he's been our most consistent player he's been our most and you've got Bolly who's been on the bench what six seven times since he's come back mm. he still can't get in the starting lineup because of the way that he's playing so you, you've got to take your hat off to him to say, look, well, look, so you've got a player here who's showing that he should be playing and he's showing in the Premier League. On the other side of the defence, Ryan Aitnori, who we talked about yep. an awful lot last week at Leeds, looked out of breath, out of steam for the majority of the second half. He hadn't played an awful lot of football. What did you make of him tonight, mate? Because you've not seen, I guess, him too many times. But, he, I mean, he got through the 90 tonight. Yeah, so, again, a player who burst on the scene. Did he score on his debut at Molyneux? Yeah, and, about and a quarter of an hour into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 again, I looked at him lots of times. I thought, I really like you going forward. Sometimes I wasn't so, so sure about you defensively. But, again, he's a young man who'd moved over in COVID times and all these things. He's going to take a bit of time to adjust. But I feel that, same as with Max and for Aitnori, this new style of play in this system really suits those players. But... I love seeing players go forward, and I think when Nate Nori gets in the air, he puts really good balls in. His pass selection is very good. But there was a recovery run he did, and he tracked all the way back. And that side will always, always make me think, yeah, the best players, yes, they work really, really hard with the ball, but they work even harder off it, and I love that. It's a lot easier when you have He Chan Wang, who gets through the amount of work that yeah. he does, and protection in front of you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but I've always taught, so like, uh, the fullbacks, I said, uh, one of our things that we need to use so like, and I, but I've always been taught like if you're willing to go forward you've got to make sure you get back say as a fullback so if you're going that way and tonight when you've seen it say so that one you're talking about is in the first half where he's tracked back he's come back he's gone upfield hasn't got the ball Everson got the possession he's running down this uh, near side to us worked back won the ball and, the, and that's what you've got to do as a fullback you've got to do and I said they're instrumental in the way that we play Samedo and him we need to use them. They give us their width. We were able to do it a lot better in the, in the first half where we was finding the pockets because of them two working forward. I still think he can give us more going forward. He's got pace. He's, he's got skill on the ball. He's got quick feet. I still think he can improve and do a lot more. But I think that when Wolves had the joy in the Nuno in that first season, I can remember the championship, 
Barry Douglas, Matt Doherty, that real, real whip, chalk on their boots. And I feel that in this system, again, because of, you know, uh, the, the way Wolves are playing and the way that Cody's getting on the ball again, Neves was in there and they were switching the play. I feel that, and, and then the, the, the inverted wing is creating the, 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 the different passing lanes. And it will, expert, you know, give these these wing backs some real, real uh, space, some freedom, some uh, some dangerous opportunities. But, yeah, I, I was impressed with him tonight. I, I like what I saw and I thought his energy levels were great. Because yeah. I, I, I think he's improved. So, like, as, as we touched on earlier, I bet he's defending. Well, we talked about Nelson Semedo yep. in commentary and how, you know, he looks to have improved his defending yep. this season And they've had, well. to. they've had to. They've had to stand up because, so like, Last year, if you want to play in this league consistently, you've got to be able to do that. You've got okay, it's great going forward. We all want to see that, but he's going to be judged on his defending, making sure he gets tackles in headers, and that's what he's going to be do. And the two of them are had to do it. Eight if he wants to get Marcel coming to the side, and we saw Marcel with his experience play really well in the first few games. Got injured. Opportunity for Eight Nori. Opportunity for him to come into the side and show what he can do, and he's definitely for me. Well, both of them have improved a lot. And that manager, this manager seems to be, one, he can work with players and coach, and I think that's, again, why he was brought in, because he, he can develop players and he's proven that in his, his track record, his history. But he's also showing players, if you've got the shirt and you do well, like, yeah, Marshall might be more experienced than you, but you're doing well for me. Take your opportunity. Yeah. Max well, Kilman, Kilman, you take your yeah. opportunity. You'll stay in the same. And I, don't, I think that's a great message to send out. So what you do in training, what you do on the pitch, then you will stay in the side. And I, I, as a... As a player, I always thought that was that was right, that was fair, yeah. And and that might be something that maybe would have been questioned about Nuno a few times that certain people, if they dropped off, they still stayed in the team. Whereas this manager's giving well, people. Well, a getting back to it, a year ago, would Bolly still be on the bench? A year ago, probably not. He would have come straight back into the team as soon as he was fit. He would have come straight back into the team, and that just shows you how well he's done at the back for me, Kilman. We haven't really got time to mention it tonight, but I think Romain Saez had a really good game as well. Was by good, the way, but we got time to mention goalkeeper, surely. Well, <laughs> well, we'll come to that because what I do want to focus on is Raúl Jiménez and He Chan Wang. We talked a bit about it in our build-up program and about you know. The, they are a front three, but those two specifically, and I've said right from the start, yeah. and I know you both agree that Wang is the closest thing to Jota since Diogo Jota left. And then you look at the way Raul Jimenez links up with him, it's like you're watching Jimenez and Jota from the, that first 18 months that they were together. They are electric. They seem to find each other with little flicks and tricks. I was going to say, some of, the stuff we, some of the stuff we saw in the first half where they're doing little flicks around the corner, bending around the link-up play between the two of them, and Trinko as well. We saw that in that first half, and, and you could see what they meant to the crowd, the way that things were going on. And that's what you want to see. You want to see your front lads being creative, making sure they make opportunities. And that's what we saw. We nearly saw the complete end to the first half. If we got that third goal, you would have said they deserve that. But do you know what's different about Raul Jimenez at the minute? And I, I don't know whether it's just confidence, Matty, but it's it's when he receives the ball in certain areas and it's it's not just a, I'm going to get this away straight away. It's the confidence to hold it, to turn, to wait. And he seems to have more time than most people do out on that pitch. But that's just getting his match sharpness back. I mean, what he went through was horrendous. He was a career-threatening, nearly a life-threatening 
inju you know, injury. It was, it was so, so bad. And he's obviously worked hard. But when I used to speak to lads, they still felt he was bringing a lot, bringing a lot. And then, obviously, he's got his goal. And that will mean a lot to him, getting his goal here at Molyneux. But I just felt, as I said a few games ago, that real combination. And him and He-Chan have obviously been working on it in training. And it just links. Sometimes it just clicks with people. And that's what happens in those little relationships. But, yeah, he is. He's looking like he's finding time. He's got the, the you know, the wing mirrors on, if you like. So he knows exactly what's around him, using his body so well. Either winning fouls or linking on the half term. You, you see him in all different positions as well. Very intelligent with his play. I, I thought his performance tonight, near enough, was, was perfect. He got his goal. He was all round brilliant. Well, there was a moment in the second half when he got the ball out wide and he just dropped the shoulder and went to run past the defender. And I, it just flashed in my mind that it was like he was playing down the park. It just looked to be so much enjoying and everything that he did came off. It was wonderful. When he's been through what he's been through, he sh I'm glad he's playing with that freedom because it was nearly taken away from him. And, and then to be out now doing his thing and all right, he has to play the headband, but the fans singing his name, he will cherish every game he gets and doing his things. But I feel that's what the best players do. They play like they are in the park, that they're so free and they just do things instinctively. There's lots of lads who you see in training, they can do things and they try things, but out here they play a little bit more safe. He's just playing through it free, brimming with confidence, loving it. You can see he's valued, but I just thought his all-round game, the way he pressed back passes, the way he got onto the goal, the finish. I, I am a massive fan of him. Really, I, I think he's top. I spoke to him at the back end of last season, and I think the question was put to him about, you know, do you feel like you can come back and be the same player? And he said, I don't want to come back and be the same player. I want to come back and be better. And I, I love that mentality love that. Yeah. about it. And, and I, I almost, you look at him and think he is. Well, when he's come back into the side, we're all people are going to question him because the injury, what he had, and what happened to him. But I tell you what, when balls have gone up to him, there's no pulling out of anything. <laughs> there's no pulling out in anything. He goes for everything, and so look, and and then there's that mental thing that's going to have a block when you come back from a bad injury. Same as if he did a knee or anything else. But his was a serious injury that he had. And that was be the thing, OK, because we know about his heading. We know about how he was brave and going for everything. We was wondering whether or not he's proven it this season since he's come back. He's willing to go for everything. He's willing to put his head, even though it could be a problem for him, he's willing to go and put his head where it hurts as well, as you say, for a striker. And it's great to see. But as you're touching on there, you watch him play, he looks a player with confidence. You saw that first half, the way that he was playing. The second half, when he gets the ball, the ball was up to him, just killed it dead, knew what he was doing with it. And that just shows you an experienced, quality player and what he can do. Right, we're running out of time and I do want to quickly ask you about Crystal Palace, but I will give you the chance to talk about goalkeepers and Jose Sarri, if you should wish. Yes, let's talk about Sarri because, <laughs> all right, he had one hairy moment, but apart from that... Boredom, was that boredom? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but he gets asked to play from the back and, and, you know, they read the pass, but he recovered well between Min and Cody. Hopefully Cody's not injured from that, but I still thought he came and did a really good punch, but the save from the header at the death, because if that had been 2-2, two -two, that would have felt like a defeat so late on, another late goal like they yeah. concede against Leeds. It's a big, big save, a strong hand. He caught a few good crosses, they punched it well, kicked well, managed the tempo of the game, but in the first half, he didn't have much to do, did he? But that save... That is three. That's one three points. That is one. Well, an extra two points through his side. So top top draw. Great night's work. I'm very impressive, Mr. Saar. He's, he, he's decent. Yeah, he's a good keeper. He's, he's getting good the keeper. Matt Murray seal of approval <laughs> so far. Um, 
Palace away next up. I mean, it's an interesting, intriguing one, and Wolves will go there full of confidence. They will do, but so they've had a good uh, victory as well against Man City at the weekend as well, haven't they? So it's going to be um, it's going to be a tough game. We always find it difficult then at Crystal Palace. We always find that. I know we had the Doherty win a few years back and we won 1-0, but it's going to be difficult down there. It's going to be difficult against them. So the setup, new manager coming in this season as well. Um, but rightfully so. The confidence that you're getting from victories, and that's that's what it breeds. It breeds confidence in your performances. I think it's going to be a tough game. Need to make sure we have more performances like we did in the first half than we did the second half, because to say. Crystal Palace are going to be a battling team. Yeah, it'll be a tough game, but again, another manager yeah. that's come into a side with you know Roy Hodgson had been there for a long time. Manny Vieira's come in and he's changed the style. He's changed how they play. I think Bruno Large has changed how they play here. But if Wolves can look go there and get come away at least a point, if they come away with a win going into the international break. The lads jetting off everywhere. I tell you what, that this place, this train, the training ground, the place will be absolutely buzzing. So be a really really difficult test all about the recovery now because they've worked really really hard tonight but there's enough time to turn it round but I think Wolves can go there with no fear and, and get well, you a said we've gone up to 7th as well so that again I know people say they don't look at the table they will look at the table they'll look where they are because you get more bonus if you're high <laughs> <laughs> I know you know that mate. <laughs> boys it's been brilliant thank you very much indeed Matt Murray Andy Thompson with us on Match Day Live Extra we're next with you for Crystal Palace away before that there is the under 23s in a Black Country Derby at Molyneux on Friday the 5th of November Wolves against West Bromwich Albion you can watch it at Molyneux here we'll have more build up to that throughout the week on Wolves Radio. We will see you soon.